Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrewer, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision-making. I'm here with Peter Coghill and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights, and this week we're discussing who are the real heroes of lockdown. Nick, who are the real heroes of lockdown? Yeah, well... um, Podcast producers. Yes. Exactly. We kept the economy going single-handed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you don't have to be much of a news hound to have noticed that we've had this lockdown going on for some time now. Mm. And um, we haven't all died. Some of us have. But we haven't... uh, You know, the economy's more or less kept going. You know, rather somewhat surprisingly, I think Um, we've all been stuck at home. And yet, you know, the deliveries have kept arriving. The restaurants have been delivering. uh, The local shops have been fully stocked. Um, Really, apart from being in your house a lot, uh, doesn't seem that things have got substantially worse out there on the front lines in the NHS. We've got, you know, obviously people shock a block in um you know intensive care we've got the health workers all over the place working uh home teachers delivering lessons it's you know it's all a bit hectic isn't it um and everyone knows that the real heroes of lockdown are the public service workers the nurses and the doctors who are out there treating patients well i want to know if that's true because you know uh, a lot of people have been out there doing work and uh, a lot of people have been catching COVID. And, um, you know, if, if we were to ask the question, who should we be clapping for? Would it would it be the NHS? How how could we measure? How can we think about what what heroism during lockdown is and who who are the people who, you know, take the top spot? That's that's the question. Mm, OK, I suspect you've done a bit of research. I bet you've got I've done a really bit cool... of research. I have yeah. found some interesting data, actually. But I think I've... before we get onto the data, let's just try the rampant speculation. Let's yeah, well, that's that. my as you know, that's my approach to analysis. So um, <laughs> if, if, if served the you moment... well as a method. All these yeah, years, look, yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, I mean, if we put aside I mean, if we put aside NHS workers for a moment, the big ones are delivery drivers, right? That's a big one. Delivery drivers. Who else? Um, well, I mean, who who has made your life better in in lockdown? Start with that. I mean, you personally. There you are, stuck in your in your mansion house at the end of a big long driveway in mm. rural Lincolnshire. Mm. Um, your domestic staff have worked ceaselessly. <laughs> Uh, in many cases unable to see their families for nine months at a stretch (laughs) but they know that it's worth a sacrifice for the greater McGrew are good Um, the people at the corner shop people at corner shop they're really good I mean they've kept going Um, and I guess sort of one of the things is underneath there must be all sorts of stuff going on right because yes my delivery driver is the person I see yes the person who serves me in the corner shop is the person I see but there's all sorts of supply and distribution stuff going on underneath there right um, yeah, I've, I've never been more aware, I guess, of the hidden workings of the economy. You, you, you know, things turn up. Um, yeah. You order them and they turn up. It's a staggering achievement. Uh, you know, the modern logistics network surely has to be a wonder of the world. Um, yeah, yeah, quite. But, and look, know, I don't... Yeah, and also just to sort of personalise it almost, there's, to put this, you know, in an immediate context, um, I don't know how much I can talk about this or not. Let, let, let's talk about it in general terms. L- lots of... Uh, creatives are struggling because mm. no one's giving them any gigs. People in my industry, their jobs are becoming much more technical. 
and they're becoming much more sort of AV supporting sort of stuff like so helping people get in the VTC when they when their computer doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess people who run uh, online video conferencing services. Yeah, you know. So that's my initial speculation. That's a. I don't know if if you just want to you know leave the sort of vague analysis. Well, vague I'm, I'm, of, I'm going to put a shout oh. out for you know people. People. I'm sure that I'm not the first to, think, to say this, but they don't immediately spring to mind. But people who are in a lot of contact with with the public and not necessarily through their own choice. But so the the so supermarket Bus drivers. Who's yeah, but yeah, supermarket staff, people yeah. who have been keeping the point of sale operating, making sure everyone's fed, uh, and always constantly exposed to a very large number of the of, of public just wandering in and out. So, those people, thank you. And yeah. uh, um, another big thanks, I think, goes to the, the, the companies and the people running the testing centres and now the immunisation centres. So they 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 again they 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 are probably possibly at the highest risk because they are seeing perhaps hundreds of people a day. Um, and who were probably symptomatic of something. So there's, they're, 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 you, you usually would go and get a test if you feel ill. So you're probably there's probably a very large number of, uh, of COVID carriers going to these testing centres. So those people deserve a shout out, I think. Um, but I, but, I, but I'd, be, I'd be interested in drilling down perhaps in a minute. But when we stop, when we got the general bit over. But how you know how do we how can we measure what hero what heroness is? in this mm. sense is there yeah because some... actually if you're getting paid for what you're doing and if what you're doing is what you would be doing anyway <clears throat> you know like teaching or something the question is is that heroic you know can we can we look at something like the the additional risk you might be taking on by doing your job that's mm. that's one of the things you might think you know so so like people who are kind of well i guess the the more you're paid it feels a bit like the less heroic that is uh you know if you that all other things being yeah. equal that um that's you uh you know the higher the more risk perhaps your job exposes you to um the more heroic you are uh are some oh, thoughts okay so hold on so let's get into two things there because one is we're just talking about who's just generally useful and who do we need to keep everything you know to keep the show on the road um, well, I, I'm not. I, but I'm, the thing is about wages is, you know, the thing is that if you assume the labour market is functioning properly, actually, highly paid people are producing more. So in one sense, they're more valuable. I mean, literally more valuable in the sense that they are being paid more and you would therefore assume doing something more valuable. Um, but it feels like it's the other way around, it, oh. you know, that actually if you're if you're doing a job where you're not paid very well and still yet exposed to, um, you know, some risk from COVID, it feels like that's, you know, that's you, you deserve a bit a bit more of a congratulations. Yeah. Well, that's where we're getting to the question that's actually and you're taking quite seriously is the hero thing, the hero-ness. Sorry, Peter. Yeah. And as, as well, as I think it was yesterday, the, there's been a there's been a one percent pay rise uh, proposed by the government for nursing staff um, so they don't feel perhaps not feeling terribly valued today yeah, yeah, yeah. by the way we haven't talked about politicians perhaps the real heroes of, mm, of lockdown yeah. um, okay are we ready for the well, if, uh, if, for the reveal if Boris oh, Johnson had died hmm. and god forbid a, that hero. should have happened but god forbid that should have happened then um, then MP being an MP would actually have uh, become the most dangerous profession in Britain <laughs> in terms of death rates from COVID. Yeah. But thank, thank, <laughs> thank the thank Lord goodness, that that didn't... You know. Well, have, have there been any MPs who died, who have died no, of COVID? I don't think no, so. I believe not. Uh, I don't think so. Um, mm. Well, not in, not in Britain, I don't think, anyway. Yeah. But, but, listen, I've looked at some data 
Yeah, let's hear it. And and M- MPs not dying should not be surprising anyway, because <clears throat> here are the top level stats, right? Uh, so in, in Britain, we've had about 125,000 deaths in total. Now, how many of those deaths would you say have been of working people? Um, I guess? 10% of them. Do you think 10%, Peter, you've got an instinct as to how many, what percentage of COVID deaths have been people who are working? So in the workforce, people are working. Mm. I'd say really quite low. I'd say probably like 1%. Yeah, Peter's closer. So it's 4,225 deaths. This was, at, I think, at the end of last year. So in fact, it's almost exactly 4% of um, oh. COVID deaths. So I'd say the first absolute number one answer is old people. If you're an old person you're and you've done right. and you've done anything other than sit on your ass, then you yes, I think you deserve. I mean, so old people who've who've I don't know maybe looked after grandkids uh, or, or done any well, that's they're probably not allowed. Probably shouldn't have done that. But you know, oh. the thing is that if you're an old person, just going outside, um, you know, being in any contact with people would have been uh, very risky. But um, or oh, heroic. Uh, so uh, well, yeah, I don't know. So I mean, maybe uh, old Captain Tom Moore, maybe he does mm. deserve. Oh, bit of adulation oh, for going oh. outside he could have been hit with a covid particle and uh oh, you know oh. so so anyway yeah let's so uh, the data i've looked at is those four thousand or so people who've died in jobs so that's, okay but hold on so let's mm. just just before you do so what we're talking about because i thought what we were talking about is yeah who the people have managed to keep the economy going right is keep the wheels turning right but yeah. I guess what you're talking about there is more like, well, if we look at people who have worked and have died and therefore in, in risky jobs, then... Well, yeah. I mean, an economy, a modern economy, is if you assume that the economy is in equilibrium, mm. everyone is doing something valuable. Anyone who's mm. doing a job is doing something that somebody wants to pay for. And and it's it's very hard to say that the pound you pay for your baked beans is a more valuable pound than the pound you pay for your you know netflix subscription mm-hmm. it's it's you you value them all equally you know uh, if in economic economic equilibrium if 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 you liked netflix subscriptions more than you like beans you'd, you'd be spending more on netflix subscriptions uh, the price would go up accordingly you know demand would go up resources would be funneled into into streaming services and, and the supply of baked beans would fall so it's i think i'm not sure it's possible to to answer that question of you know which thing is most essential i think you what you can say is that you know if if um when when gdp if you imagine gdp you know output as a big slider um the 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 more you slide it up the more we produce things like netflix you know the more the more we produce luxuries mm-hmm. um if we were to slide that slider right down we would we would be producing you know fuel and food and uh, not much else mm. um but so you know i don't Go think ahead. at any given at any given time yeah so so that's i i think that's a, a difficult question to define I, I know what you're getting at but I, I, i'm not sure it makes sense mm-hmm. but anyway national statistics shout out to them always trying to big them up they really are an absolutely premium national statistics service and they uh produce data tables which show you death rates by occupation oh. and it's really quite fascinating so i have what i've done is i've i've looked at they're, they're, um, they're also divided by sex as well so they give you male and female occupation death rates right so these are 
what's called the minor occupation, which is the the lowest level you can go to. It's a it's a four digit number. There's a few hundred uh, separate um, separate occupations, and um, yeah, if I were to say, I mean, I've I've got like the anyone here has a death rate of a hundred or more. Anyone on my list, and there's about twenty people on that list, twenty occupations on that list. So death rate of a hundred or more per hundred thousand. So these these are occupations where you know one in a thousand or more of them died, which is pretty high. Um, uh, the who who's in there? Who do you think's up there at the top? Do you, you, who's got the highest death rates? professions okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's those sort of public facing the ones that peter was talking about like the point of delivery people like in a shop the someone mm. like that possibly this is gonna be skewed by age though isn't it anyway yeah good point yeah. yeah so you're also looking for people yeah but i mean you know if there's a profession yeah if there's a profession which is dominated by old people then aren't those old people still being more heroic if they're exposed to you know if they're exposed to risks of covid Anyway, you're you're not far off, right? In that um, number, right? I'll get to number one in a minute because I I think there's something weird that I've unearthed. Either the stats are wrong and they've put a decimal place there, but um, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Or, or something really strange is happening that's worthy of investigation. But um, so number two on the list, landlords, pub landlords. Mm, which is death weird, rate. Pubs have been shut down a lot. But anyway, go on. Death rate of nearly two percent. Nearly two thousand, two uh, yeah, two thousand and hundred thousand. Isn't that amazing? That's amazingly high. Uh, I think, yeah. So sorry, I, just to interrupt. I think also because there's other sort of factors at play. Like, pub landlords are often quite overweight, <laughs> and and don't always live the healthiest of lifestyles. They, they might be older. They might be. Uh, they might be older. Yeah. Healthy, yeah. I think there's other things going on there. But yeah, sorry, go on. Um, yeah. Well, so I mean, what, that's, was that's, absolute, what was the absolute number of landlords? That so. Died? so uh, one thousand. Uh, sorry, the death rate. I don't. I don't actually have the number of oh, deaths okay. right here. So it might but just the be death... there's there's so there's not many of them, and it's a sort of statistical anomaly. Yeah, seems... that that I can I can probably look it up, but it's but it's uh one thousand eight hundred out of a hundred thousand, which is you know a lot. Um, yeah, that's nearly two percent. What we're saying is that nearly two percent of landlords, okay, have well, just died of COVID. I've just Googled, so there are 47,000 pubs in the UK, so if you're assuming there's one landline per pub, that's quite, that is quite a large profession, there's quite a lot of people doing that. Oh, oh. And, and, and yeah, so that's, then, then, it's, then it's butchers, policemen, oh, oh. Uh, and I say policemen, because well, you, it is policemen, police okay. women have got a much lower death rate, okay, so um, restaurant and catering establishment managers, hairdressers and barbers, and only then do we get to what you might think of as the classic, you know, uh, sort of frontline health people. It's the, the care workers and home carers. Um, and, and then some other bank and post office clerks, um, chefs, taxi cab drivers. They're, they're all people I would consider to have a really quite high death rate. So mm. this is, you know, one in a thousand or more. Um, teachers. Teachers or nurses. Who's higher on that list? I'd imagine Teachers. And you'd be right, they're 60th. Secondary school teachers are 60th on that list. And nurses, who we never stop hearing about, are 90th on that list. Mm. So so I think that's very Let's surprising. Take that pay rise away. Let's start lobbying exactly. for that. 1%? They should be paying it back. <laughs> they should be giving it to, to pub landlords. <laughs> anyway, so so uh, the, the other thing I did was um, I looked at 
now this is slightly convoluted but but let's assume let's so i also got data for wages average wages for each of these occupations um and uh i converted the weekly risk so you get weekly wages here i converted the weekly risk of dying from covid to of cash value right mm. which sounds mental but actually it sort of makes sense it's you know you can use that as a way of sort of measuring people's willingness to pay to avoid risk and so on um and i used the figure of 1.8 million pounds did, did you tell us who was number one on the list are we no. coming to that we're still no, coming to that right there's still a big no, reveal no, no, uh, sorry no you're right you're absolutely right uh so the surprising number one from death rates is bakers bakers not only that but their death rate is two and a half times that of the next person down the the, the pub landlords now the hypothesis number one um the numbers are just wrong and it should say 70 instead of 715 per hundred thousand hypothesis number two working with flour makes you more more liable to die of covid or well, getting a up early well, I, yeah, it could be, but I, but it's, you know, is it maybe, you know, it's possible, isn't it? That, that breathing in flour all day does something weird to your lungs. Anyway, it's interesting. so both ends of the, you've got the early workers and you've got the late workers there as well. Number one and number two. But, um, but anyway, yeah, go on. So then, um, uh, then I converted that to a cash value and said, well, how many, what's the net pay that's left over when you take off the COVID death? tax as it were you know the, the the probability of dying using this figure of 1.8 million pounds for a life and um uh top of the list lollipop ladies wait i don't understand what you've done here so i understand you're trying to work out okay let terms... me put it this way yeah waiters and waitresses on average earn 135 pounds a week okay very little a lot of them are yeah. part-time but they earn 135 pounds a week but they have a very high COVID death rate, yeah. which is the equivalent, if you take a life as valued at £1.8 million, pounds, yeah. it's the equivalent of £40 a week being lost by yeah. working in that profession. You know, your probability of dying working in that profession, assuming that your life is worth £1.8 million, pounds, is, is 40 quid a week. So when you when you take that 40 quid off to see what they're left with by continuing working, they're getting their wage fine, but remember that 40 quid of that is compensating them for the COVID sort of death probability. Then they're only earning 95 quid a week and, and therefore I are, are top of my list for um for for COVID heroes. Yeah. Lollipop yeah, yeah. ladies and waiters and waitresses. Lollipop ladies get an unfair start by being paid so little in the first place. But but even you know, factoring in the COVID deaths. Um and, and so yeah, when you when you do it like that it's actually the same bunch of people. It's it's um, uh, your waiters and waitresses, bar staff, play workers, cleaners and domestics, kitchen and catering assistants, beauticians, florists. Basically, it's poorly paid public facing people. And and yeah. so I'm there. That's my vote for the real heroes of lockdown is, is anyone who worked in a shop or a pub. And, 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 and you know, a lot of the year they, they weren't working. Right. Were they? So they've also suffered from not having a, a job and that you can't say that of the NHS. I mean, they've been their business has been great for the NHS. So, OK. And, so, uh, so on, on that list, by the way, nurses are 325th. So um, yeah, there's so a lot of people yeah. who deserve our praise. And I'm not yeah. saying nurses don't deserve praise, but I'm saying let's put it in context. Context. 
yeah okay so that's that's really illuminating um okay so well that's it we've done it right those are the heroes we've on on the on that on the nh scale Wait, of measurability on, on, on of your, hero-ness on your scale nick where do people like us sit where do people yeah, who oh, God. that's worrying <laughs> I, I, i'd have to i oh um let me just let me just have a look at the uh list of of occupations i think would we be uh chief executives and senior officials suppose so in sort of legal terms but no we're probably more close Managers. to like a sort of manager or uh like a if there's a professional mm. freelancer or something like that i think we're in i think or we'd could... be more well there's there's um how about information like uh uh there's design and development engineers there's information technology and telecommunications professionals i think peter is a design and development engineer well, he may not actually be, but I that's what we're going to call I am, but him. No, I know you don't think that. You but. Think what you like, no, <laughs> Well, let's let's pretend <laughs> we're chief private. executives. Let's pretend we're chief executives yeah. because we are, for goodness' well, sake, we're directors. Not. Yeah. So, um, uh, let me just look that up. So that would be. Yeah, because you actually you need the opposite. Uh, so we want to continue this um, scale to the other end. Yeah. Who are the and find who are the non-heroes. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who just have sort of zero as their death rate because I suspect either no one's died in that profession or um, or there's just the numbers are so small that they can't report the number or something. Mm. But um, that's still that's still indicative. Of, that's good. That right. So that's chief executives are on this list. Uh, fi- sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, it, they they're about 530th in, in my list of okay. uh, because they get paid. They get paid well. Yeah. Um, so they don't deserve as much praise in in my in my zany calculus. So if you don't want to be a hero, and you know, that's what in the films that you watch, right? Like the 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 wife or girlfriend waves off her lover and goes, "Don't be a hero, right? Just when 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 it gets kinetic, just get out of there, right?" Yeah. <laughs> so um, so therefore, definitely. You want to be cheap, right? Yeah, yeah. I, there are a lot of people I don't have. I mean, there is just isn't any data for. Um, but yeah, if we do want to look at the bottom of the list of people where yeah. there is data, it's chief executives. Oh yeah, you know what's brilliant? Right at the bottom of that, right? Lawyers. <laughs> 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 that is. Oh, yeah, this is brilliant. This is like a rogues gallery of scumbags. Then it's marketing and sales directors, um, financial managers and directors. Um, and then there's, uh, yeah, medical practitioners, remarkably, really cl- wow. cl- near the bottom. Um, uh, and uh, and senior police officers, basically senior people. It's, it's frontline. But what we're saying is that if you've been hiding in a back office directing yeah. things, if you've, been, if you've been helping by staying out of the way, then you haven't you haven't really been contributing yeah. very much. Yeah. Um, no, I mean it is worth saying that. Obviously, none of this tells us anything about the sort of you know value in terms of the sort of non-marketable value. And I, I would, I mean, things the like vert, the people the people who invented the vaccine, for example. I mean, they're not they're not priced in. You know what they what they've invented is probably worth vastly more than they're being paid for. Peter, you're going to say something? Yeah, just the virtue of what they have contributed, which is a much more uh, social uh, value than the monetary value and actually something that you've both hit upon there actually is sometimes we can, because certainly you nick are an economist um you know so often we do sort of our discussions are often framed in economic terms but um 
but you've you know you sort of realized that and you've you know sort of stepped outside that box for a moment um look we need to stop uh, before one, we do one last shout yeah, go on. before, we, before we stop. yeah yeah i think um uh, an unsung hero is all the people who have diligently stuck by the lockdown rules i mean they they the contribution has been minimal um but they by doing that they have helped curb the spread of the virus so that that is worth praising itself so the real heroes are people are the kids in their basement who've been playing call of duty playing call of duty yeah keeping out of the way really i have been helping by keeping out of the way yeah and people like Um, me with my backside to the uh, grindstone of the sofa just going through <laughs> all sopranos episodes and you know but i'm not a quitter i will you know i'm a I'm, well look i'm not going to say this others might use this word i'm not going to say this but some might say hero but i i, 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 wouldn't I say think that. i think you deserve that moniker yeah and a yeah. medal um okay i don't think i haven't got anything pithy is that okay unless you've yeah, got if a question you're, if, if you're a fight if you're a lawyer who's been going out and seeing clients and going to wine bars then you're the lowest of the low. <laughs> With yeah, that much, and, and it's not me saying that, it's the data saying that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll stop there. That was really revealing. I liked that a lot. I, I was excited to hear about who was top of the list, but even more exciting and revealing was bottom of the list. So I like that. <laughs> um, the non-heroes. So we couldn't even call yeah, and they're definitely not anti-heroes. Um, okay, so we'll stop there. If you've got any thoughts or suggestions for topics, you can email us at podcast at uh, We'd love to hear from you. Also, um, if you've enjoyed the podcast, what should listeners do, Nick? They should definitely smash that like button. They should smash that like button. You should smash that like button. So don't forget to like and follow us on your chosen streaming service. Uh, We'll stop there. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast. I'm Fraser McGrewer. We've been here with non-heroes Nick Hare and Peter Cockrell of Aleph Insights. Um, Until next time, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun. I like the lawyer's bit. Mm